Do you know what is influencing you? If you want to make better choices when it comes to setting goals, it's helpful to understand some of the hidden influences on our choices. By bringing those to light, we can evaluate whether they're right or wrong. And if we want to, we can lessen their influence. So stay tuned and I'll show you how to do that. Welcome to the Life Athletes Podcast. Remember, it's never a good time to take a vacation on your development. So let's start now with your host, Alejandro. Happy New Year and welcome back to another episode of the Life Athletes Podcast. Because it is a new year, it is naturally a good time to to plan and to think about goals and to write some goals. Just the fact that it's a new year, it's just fresh and a good time to do it. And what I wanted to do is to provide you with some tips, some things that can help you in that process. Now, I'm going to pull a lot of this information from an excellent book, one that I revisit constantly. It's called Succeed, How We Can Reach Our Goals. So it's apropos for this time. It's written by Heidi Grant Halverson. I highly recommend it, Heidi Grant Halverson. And I want to kick this off with something that perhaps you haven't thought about. But one of the points that she makes here that I think we really need to understand and think about is that a big influence on our goals and the goals that we create and that we adopt is our environment. And its influence is almost always unconscious. Did you hear that? In other words, throughout your day, you are actively pursuing goals you may not even know you have. Goals that are largely triggered by signals and cues that are all around you, including, check this out, the actions of other people. The other piece that we want to consider in setting goals is our beliefs and our belief system. Our beliefs determine whether we see a goal as within our reach or as a waste of time and energy. So we'll have to examine, hey, what is our belief system? And could it be that maybe we have some wrong beliefs? That's the opportunity for us. So let's jump into this a little bit further. When we think of setting goals Most of the time, we think of a very conscious or deliberate process. We weigh certain ideas, pros and cons of what we're going to do, and certainly that's natural and normal. But what is interesting and what we should consider and be aware of is that there are also a lot of goals or a lot of things that we do that we have very little conscious awareness of. We are essentially on autopilot and the majority of the goals that we pursue are on this autopilot track. Now you might be wondering why that is. And the explanation is really more about our mind and our brains and how it operates. The conscious mind, the part of your mind that handles the stuff that you're aware of at any moment is actually very limited. It can handle only so much at once before it gets confused, it gets tired, and it wants to drop out. But the unconscious mind, on the other hand, it's a whole nother animal. Its processing power is really 
enormous. The example that we have is, say we use a metaphor here, the unconscious mind can hold information equivalent to a NASA supercomputer, but your conscious mind can hold roughly the contents of a post-it note. What? Now that's pretty incredible, and maybe some of you have heard about the subconscious or the unconscious mind and its abilities. Well, the way, again, that our brain is designed is that it wants to relegate as much information to an autopilot system. So typically, the more we do something, the more automatic it becomes or the more it's controlled by our unconscious thought. An example of this is when you get in your car and you're able to drive from work or from home somewhere and you don't have to think about every action that you have to take in driving the car because you've done it so many times that it's done by unconscious behavior. You're typically doing other things at the same time. So you might be asking yourself, well, if I'm not thinking about going home, how did I know that it was time to go home? And this is where environmental cues or triggers come into play. Maybe when it's a certain time of the day, maybe there's a sunset and that's a trigger that, hey, it's time to wrap it up and time to go home. Maybe on the way home, there are certain things that you see, landmarks, etc., that guide you. But again, it's an autopilot or an unconscious process. So our opportunity then is to find ways to become more intentional in creating triggers that will help our unconscious mind. To demonstrate this, the author has some information on an experiment that was conducted where they observed people playing what's known as a resource dilemma game, a resource dilemma game. And in this case, they were fishing from a computerized version of the village fishing pond. And each player wanted to catch as many fish as possible in order to maximize their own profit and win the game. But just like in real life, you can take only so many fish without over-depleting the pond, at which point you and everyone else in the village go hungry. So some cooperation is necessary, and every time a player catches a fish, they have the choice between keeping it to get the highest possible personal profit, obviously, or throwing it back to benefit the community and their own longer-term interests. Before beginning the game, the researchers asked some of the participants to construct sentences out of a jumble of words that included helpful, support, cooperative, fair, and share. And what's interesting is that simply reading those words seem to unconsciously trigger the goal to cooperate because those participants returned 25% more fish than the people who had not been exposed to the cooperation triggering words. In fact, they returned the same number of fish as the people who were given the explicit conscious goal of being cooperative. What? And that is something that we really want to consider Because a consciously intentional chosen goal can give you the same results as a completely unconsciously triggered goal. This is truly remarkable. So how do you put this to use? 
Well, consider your environment. You've heard of people who put post-it notes or signs next to their bed or in the bathroom that shows the goals that they want to achieve or maybe who they want to be. I know a practice that I use is I journal typically in the morning about my goals and the person that I want to be. And then I read it. I also have some of these things on my walls as well. Maybe when you're thinking about food, you put certain food out. If you're wanting to eat more healthy food, then maybe put some fruits and vegetables, things that can be easily seen as soon as you open the refrigerator or on the counters. Those are going to be triggers for your subconscious mind to take action toward that goal. Now, this can move even beyond inanimate objects. Many of us have heard that we become like the people that we hang around. Yeah, the goals of people that we know and even the ones we don't know can be goal triggers. This is a phenomenon that psychologists refer to as goal contagion. Goal contagion because at an unconscious level, goals do appear to be contagious. If you're around someone, for example, that is trying to accomplish something and it's it's something that you like or something that you're drawn to, more than likely you will pursue that goal as well. That's why that there is value in conferences and big events where people get together and we hear from some of those folks. The key is that a goal has to be desirable before your unconscious mind will adopt it. But do understand that who we are around, the rooms that we get into, who we're spending time with can influence and impact this unconscious goal attainment process. So therefore, let's take stock and look at the cues in our environment that can trigger pursuit of goals. Maybe you haven't thought about this before. Look around again, take stock and be intentional. What are the things that you need to see when you wake up, when you get home from work or when your children are at home, what can help them to be collaborative? Or maybe if you work with a team, what does that office environment have around it to promote the kind of behaviors that will reach that team goal? Now, the last thing that I want to mention here, and it's the kicker, it's that when your conscious mind is distracted by other things, if you fill your environment with these reminders and triggers, it will keep the unconscious mind working. Isn't that beautiful? So let's think about what we can do. Now, before I close the podcast, I do want to touch on the other topic that I mentioned regarding your belief and your belief system. The primary idea here that we have to understand is that we have the ability to grow and develop over time. Many times the narratives that we've heard are things like, oh, don't ever change. Even people tell us that, oh, you know, don't ever change. Sometimes as a compliment. But that can be a hindrance because we have to embrace what is commonly known as a growth mindset. When we do that, we realize that, yeah, we can learn new things, we can grow, and as a result, challenges are not as threatening because they become opportunities to possibly learn and acquire new skills. 
And this applies not only to our intelligence or our intellect, but practically to anything, even our personalities. Our personalities can be developed. We can grow there as well. We're not just fixed in one place. Matter of fact, those who believe that their personalities can change, this is what the studies show us. They prefer partners who will challenge them to develop and grow and are more likely to see through a rough patch or a rough area in a relationship as an opportunity to learn about that other person and also themselves. A famous line from hip hop is, it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. And I would say that that really codifies and explains this concept. I mean, hey, all of us come from a certain stock, the genes that we have, the and by genes meaning our chromosomes, what we got from our parents, they play a certain role in determining how much intelligence, physical ability, all these things that we have, the kind of personality. And I'm not negating that. All we're learning here is that, as Rakim said, that what you start with, the intellect or personality that you start with is not where you have to end up. So with this knowledge, we can set goals for ourselves that go beyond what we think is possible. The, the premise here is that the goals we set for ourselves are shaped in large part by our beliefs and our abilities. And therefore, if we believe that we can grow, learn, and develop our abilities, then maybe we can challenge ourselves with more audacious and impactful goals. Thank you again for joining me on the Life Athletes Podcast. I do ask that you subscribe and like as that helps us to continue to bring this content. Also, looking for sponsors, if you're willing to support the show financially, or if you want to be a sponsor, write me an email or use the cash app in the show notes. Thank you again.